Hello and welcome to a star to steer her by. My name's Jake. I'm one of your hosts. And joining me today are our other hosts who are the next people that will be speaking to you after I have finished speaking, which will be in just a few seconds. Chris. This is Ames, one of your hosts. I'm also a host who is called Caitlin. Thank you, hosts. The hosts with the mosts. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. Well, <laughs> on this week's episode of A Star to Steer Her By, we're going to be talking about two episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation. No, that's not the one. <laughs> Star Trek Deep Space Nine. I keep doing the same thing. On these, this episode, which happens to be our 150th episode. What? Uh, I knew you. I was Is in there together. a word for that? There, it's called the... It's, 150. Yes. It's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Um, what's interesting is 100 episodes ago was only our 50th. Isn't that fun to think about? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, our 100, <laughs> for our 150th episode special, we're going to be covering not one, but two episodes of Star Trek Whoa. Deep Space Nine. And I think you'll find that they both sucked. <laughs> Um, sesquicentennial. There we go. Our sasquatch, sasquatch anal is today. (laughs) And we have an episode title. Sasquatch anal. Oh no. All right. So. This week we will be talking about two episodes. The first is called Le Passenger, uh, or The Passenger, as the, it was said in English. Actually, that was the original title, but when they aired it in France, they called it Le Passenger, and followed by <laughs> Move Along Home, which is the French, in, which 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 was um, that was the English title actually. Where did they use so much French? I mean, isn't it a dead language? Uh, more or less. Although, yeah, well, we'll talk about that when we get to Voyager. Really? Yeah. Why? Well, uh, does she have a French press? Well, the first. The <laughs> she f- likes coffee. It's well, great. the first, yeah. the first captain of, of the ship was a Quebecois. Was a cup of coffee. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyway, all right. So, in what the fuck happened in the passenger? I just barely remember. Julian Bashir was oh, haunted yeah. by McCoy's oh, my ghost. Fucking lord! <laughs> this fucking dick show episode. God. <laughs> All right. Dick show episode. What the fuck just happened, Ken? In the passenger. Here's what happened. So we're on the ship, or I should say the space station. And uh, no, we're not. We start out. We're in the runabout. runabout. It's Julian, and he's being a creep. And he's acting like a dickhead. Oh, so he's not—he's not creepy. No, he's, he's not being, being he's self-aggrandizing. Acting, he's acting like he, a dickhead. He's not acting like a dickhead. He what was is he, a dickhead. What was he doing? He was talking about how great he is and oh, how he yes. single-handedly cured this disease that, and he brought a man back to life. And, blah, and he has a gift. Blah. The fates have given him a gift. And, and, and like, Kira's like, I literally give Kira's, no fucks. Kira's getting really tired of his shit, which is a good lampshade. Thank you. They get a distress call. They go to check it out. It's a ship on fire. They beam over. They rescue a lady and a man dies. Whoops. Back on our ship, the lady's like, are you sure he's dead? And Bashir's like, listen, lady, I'm a fucking doctor. Have you heard of what a genius I am? And she's like, no, no, but have you checked to see if he's dead? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, what, did you really check? Can I check? Can I stab him for you? Yeah. So they spend a lot of time trying to, with this lady, this 
convinced that this man is not dead and they're like why and she's like well he's a major criminal and like he's faked his death a lot and gaslighting like, and, this poor bitch and they're like well you know uh this time he's super we're dead. pretty goddamn sure he's <laughs> dead because we, we we really checked we even i mean like he ain't breathing we even touched his dick and it didn't move wow um <laughs> long story short he was alive. Uh, <laughs> After they fucking checked, they touched his dick. It didn't move, and he's fucking alive. Yeah, no. It turns out that he had hidden. He had hidden dick. his. <laughs> I hate when they do that. He had hidden his his conscious, Katra. his Katra, his real dick, which actually oh. they make reference to, which I thought they was do. interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they they had he had hidden his consciousness. Under his fingernail. Yes. <laughs> the place you'd never look. Not uh, much of a consciousness. That seems so, really uh, tiny. And like when, when he was about to die, he touched Julian and downloaded himself into Julian's brain. Neck. So now Julian has basically uh, a, a, a trill situation going on where he's got a murderer inside, but he's not. Um, Call Tandro. Tandro will get oh to the God. bottom of this. Meanwhile, there's a shipment of some kind of shit that is needed for, for reasons on the planet that this guy is from and the lady. They're all dying or something. A dying. shipment of shit. Could you, Their a DNA shi- a is shipment, broken. you might say. I don't know. Uh, it's the same problem that the Asgard were having in SG-1. I don't fucking know. Anyway. Quark's uh, into it, though. Yeah, it Quark, get him Quark so is like... So Quark apparently is involved in some serious shady business. because Were you surprised? He was hooking up before he, he evidently died. Quark had been working with this murderer guy to, like, hire some mercenaries to hijack the shipment. Yeah, what was it? Delidium? D- delirium? Delodinum? What does it say? Delodid? Duodinum? I don't Duridium. know. Duridium. Duridium. So the, the mercenaries show up and they're like, the guy's dead. And then they're like, he, Quark's like, no, don't worry about it. The gig is still on, and then and then in a shocking reveal that nobody saw coming, Julie, we find out finally that Julian had the guy's consciousness in him, which is literally something as the audience we've known since the fucking cold open. Anyway, is Garrick jealous? Big time. <laughs> Garrick, Garrick's like, I always wanted to be in Julian. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Why was that your Odo voice? <laughs> well, uh, long story. Uh, oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> Does does Odo do sex? He can. He can be any shape he wants. And as any size he wants. Any size. And he's a man of few words. See, some people say there's no such thing as as perfection, but anyway, of course, he looks um, like you know that. Anyway, Bashir has a whole thing planned. He's he's sabotaged the station. They steal a runabout to go and hijack the ship that's out in space. I can't take seriously a ship called a runabout. They they hijack it. But turns out that that their the sabotage of the station was foiled by a fucking Dweebus guy. Primmin. Primmin. There we talk go. About. What? Um, I couldn't remember his name earlier. I called him Pig Whistle. Yeah, he he looks apropos. <laughs> Piss and, Whistle. End of the day, they uh, rescue the shipment, and uh, and oh, they use like a they fucking you know like. <laughs> they jack off. They jizzed in his face. <laughs> they jizzed in. No, they they sent a big wad of jizz up the up the up the the tractor beam to 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 snap Julian back into existence, and then uh, and then all is well. Cool. And then they removed the murderer from Julian's brain. Yep. And then with a transporter. Yeah. Then they beamed out part of Julian's brain. Yep. That's and, fine. And put it in a CD-ROM, which then got disintegrated. Yep. Yeah. Don't don't shoot things in the room with lots of tech, lady. How'd she get that phaser onto the promenade without setting off the? Yeah, My yeah. promenade. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Passenger. So, written by, or the, the originally written by, or the, the story written by the guy who did the Inner Light and Starship Mine. Wow, he hmm. fucked this one up. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's bad. No, I don't I mean, think it's great. I don't think it's really good. It's, it's, it's forgettable. Kind of, yeah, it's kind of like from the, the writer, from the man who brought you two incredible things. Something that's shit. Here's the thing. Maybe it would seem worse. Prepare if... to be underwhelmed. Bye. <laughs> Maybe it would it wouldn't would seem worse if it wasn't immediately followed by Move Along Home. No, it. W- I was already thinking like, oh god, I'm introing this week, and both of these episodes are garbage fires. <laughs> I don't think I, I think them as a garbage. I fire. think Move Along oh, Home is man. better than this, honestly. <laughs> I was so fucked. Well, you know, come on, you didn't you didn't love Julian's I'm possessed acting? Oh god, Julian, I'm possessed. I can show him a different character if I just talk really slowly. You know, I, I have to. Do you think I, he asked Shatner if he had any tips? And I that's have what to he take. Up with? I have to take back something I said a few weeks ago, which is like that the acting on this <laughs> Nine is good, but god damn it, fucking um, Alexander Elsidig. Yeah, it's Sidig Alpha Deal. Whatever he changes his name. Yeah, right now he's Sidig Alpha Five. Right now he's Sidig Alpha Deal. Him and fucking Terry Farrell really need to take. Well, I know it's luckily, a short season, so they'll get. Last week, Terry Farrell didn't have to do anything. Yeah, but like even, there was one moment in. I think it was in this episode where she walks into the bridge and is like, "Benjamin, I have figured it out." It's just so bad. <laughs> oh no! Well, this is an episode where she does have a lot of psychobabble, isn't it? Yeah, and it's just. It's, what did I say? It's so bad. Either way, both. I yeah. hope. I mean, I aside, hope, aside, I think it better, but the two of them are just I, not pulling their weight. I Aside from when he was being possessed, he was fine. That's the thing. I think that the actor, what's his name? Sidig Alphadil. I think he's a competent actor. I just, I'm hoping that this is like a really bad directorial choice. It reminds me an awful lot of when they made Brent Spiner be all the things in Mask. Oh, God, oh, God that yeah. And just decided, so let's just do weird shit with his voice or something. Yeah. So it shows, it shows he's a different character. Well, he also like, he also did this thing where like he kind of lifted, put, Tilted his head back and looked down his face a lot, which led to you really noticing the eyeliner they put on him in this one scene. Like, well, when you're evil, you wear eyeliner. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's it's established in Star Trek. Yeah, no, my but again, this is another episode. Like, I feel like the last two from last week all started with like Julian, because it was like first it was Julian hitting on that woman. Then it was Julian, Julian creeping on Dax. Dax. And in this week, it starts with Julian being a douche about how great he is. It's like a great like, little triplicate of, of fucking shut up, Julian. So this is also the second week in a row that we don't have O'Brien. Right. What this was the second? Jesus. Yeah, because he wasn't, he wasn't there last time either. Yeah, he was off with Keiko. I, I wonder what he was doing in real life. Did you? Oh, on? I did. It might be on my other notes. He was off doing a movie, I guess, or something like that. Oh, cool. Oh, was it Con Air? I was going to say, Con Air could have been around now. He was in Con Air? No, yeah. Con Air was way later than What this. did he play in Con Air? An American, which is weird. That's yeah. a bad idea. Jesus. Um, well, actually, while I'm looking at my notes, I realize, ha, huh, as we were making fun of, of uh, Siddig's voice choices, they had to redub all of his Vantica lines after filming because originally he was too Bella Lugosi. Oh, my Blah. God. I so wish they kept worse. that. Because at least it would have been fun. I am Vantica! <laughs> now, I hope someone somewhere has retained that footage and it is online. I'm guessing it's like someone definitely has it and they're like, listen, 
We know what you did. We have the tape. <laughs> you better give us the money. <laughs> yeah, man. I feel uh, bad fuck. for this bitch who's been chasing this fucking guy around. What's his name? Vantica. Uh, the guy's name is Vantica. Vantica. The security guard's name is Tai Kajada. Yeah, Tai Kajada, Taekwondo, she fucking has been chasing this guy for fucking 30 years. And she looks 30 years old. Well, maybe she's a trill. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. This could but, be a long-lived species. Oh, that's Doesn't sound cool. like it. They need this magic herb maybe, to not maybe all they've been, go extinct. Maybe it's a mm. magic Maybe they've herb. been uh, neg- like uh, amending their DNA to live longer, and that's why their shit's oh, breaking maybe. down. That actually could make sense. But anyways, a real F. Murray Abrams situation. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I just feel like, you know, she's been chasing this dude for, you know, all of her life, it looks like. Shows up at fucking DS9 and they sort it in six hours? That's gonna sting. Yeah, she well... She helped. Well, yeah, I mean... Actually, no, really, they, the they... guy kind of offed himself by mm. setting fire to the ship that was transporting him. Well, but it was all part of the... It was all part of the plan. Well, what was this fucking... Th- hit the, I his, don't know if it was. His plan... His, his plan, plan hinged on them getting rescued. He's Voldemort. That was his plan. He's, <laughs> he's got horcruxes and shit, and he's got little minions in the background doing his dark bidding. He's fucking Voldemort. Also, like, here's another thing about this show. So far, we've heard so fucking much about the, the Gamma Quad. How fucking amazing the Gamma Quadrant is. is, And I'm assuming that the cold open, they are in the Gamma Quadrant. I don't know. You get there, it's like a fucking strip mall at Denny's. That's it. No, they've been somewhere, but the shipment of whatever was coming from the Gamma Quadrant. Mm -hmm. So this species is from the Alpha Quadrant. So that makes no fucking sense to me, because they say that the Federation was giving supplies of deuterium or whatever, deridium, to these aliens. The Kobliads. So why did it come on a ship from out from the Gamma Quadrant if this was something that the Federation was giving? Well, I, I, I presume, because it sounds like it's really rare. Maybe they found a decent-sized deposit yeah, of it in the assumption. Gamma Quadrant. So it was they a bought Federation it on eBay ship? and they had to get it shipped yeah. over. Oh, you see, I see. that's the thing. I Because the design of the ship didn't look Federation, but the bridge... Was all Federation. Yeah. Which I just thought was, was some lazy... completely some, by humans. With some lazy shit. But they weren't Starfleet. They were just some no, shitheads. No, private concern. Maybe. Freighters. So, but they all had, they all had you know, Federation computers and shit on their... Yeah, it's... Spaceship. Yeah. It just seemed like some lazy-ass stuff that they were like, fuck, we need to do an episode. Fuck. Yeah, like, I mean, I didn't, I didn't hate this one, but I was definitely like, yeah, this is... Fine, it's yeah. here. It's can, forgettable. Yeah, I was reading yeah. about the the guy um, Morgan Gendel who did who did the Inner Light and the Starship Mine and all that, those things because I think he commented like yeah yeah you can see it's kind of the thing I, I like doing because I like doing doing thought experiments where what if in your brain something else is going on than what you think is going on. <laughs> what if start? What if Jean Luc Picard, but John McClane? <laughs> yes. Yes. And, and that the, was great. And in the original concept, Vantiga would be the one that Kajada would possess. So as a cop, she would literally be hunting down herself. Mm. See, that would have been like that would have been an actual twist. Yeah. And actually interesting in this show. I I've got to admit, <laughs> I yeah, but you want to give more to your actual characters. Like, I did spend sure. a lot of the episode Poor thinking because my first thought was, oh, he did some kind of psychic transfer when he was choking out Julian. 
But then I second-guessed myself, like, or is he in the cop? But then everyone was like, he's in the cop! And I was like, oh, no, he's in Julian. They could not have been more transparent with the fact that Julian was... The, the killer all along. There was a little while where I was like, wait a minute, what if it's like Piglet and he's just in the computers? Oh. That's kind of what I think I thought. I think also for a hot minute, I thought, you know, until they actually contacted the homeworld, like, maybe she actually was the criminal the whole time and he'd been the policeman. Oh, that'd be fun. But then, like, they called up and it's like, all right, so that's but that that's dead. And that wouldn't have had some weird supernatural element to it. No. You know? Or I guess, Does it need to have a supernatural oh, well, so element? Speaking of supernatural element, so they make reference to... Um, Vulcans? To, yeah, uh, Katras. Yeah. By t- calling it... What do they call it? Like, uh, Ganglial s- something or other... Like synaptic imprinting. imprinting. Like, yeah. yeah, that sounds right. It was something like that. and like Which I actually liked that because it because the whole Katra, remember? Yeah. Like, that whole thing just seems very supernatural. In, in Star Trek, or like yeah. very religious Three? or something, very right? Vulcan. Like if it's yeah. if it's like a Vulcan but thing, like and this the is the more scientific. That, the idea that it's a that what the Vulcans are doing is actually some kind of science science thing, and it's not just literally Spock's spirit lives inside. I hear inside they Vulcans. like science. <laughs> so like, I like that they uh, kind of retcon that. Of course. Discovery shits on that idea later by making Katras just fucking magical. Well, no, no, it's quantum entanglement. Oh, right, because that's how that works at all. <laughs> look, look, look. They flew around the sun to travel back in time. It's what we're in. We're, we're, There's that in the '60s. If you wanted to like hand wave science, it was radiation. In the two early 2000s, it was. DNA stroke genetics. Now it's wibbly, quantum. Wobbly, timey, like, like I mean, yeah, it's lazy, but I mean, if you're gonna get mad at Star Trek, we're gonna mad at a oh, lot no, of people I, for I, it. Absolutely, and I do. I, 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 I find to get really mad Jake at is, a lot of I things. Find, honestly, That's Jake's secret. He's always angry. I do find that any time a, a piece <laughs> of fiction just invokes the word quantum for no reason, mm. including Star Trek, it's just a, it's it just seems really lazy to me. Yeah, immediate jerk off hand motion. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. But it's unfortunate what everyone fucking does now, right? Yeah. Now. Oh yeah. Well, well, see what the, next they, one they, is. the Enterprise E has quantum, quantum torpedoes. torpedoes it, what? That's one better than photon. I, I mean, sure is. Doesn't make any fucking sense. Let's talk about Odo. Yes, please. He gets angry that he's called a constable. Oh yeah, that was weird. Well, I, I don't think, know if that's this well, episode or the other one. No, it's this when one. When they start talking, they start saying, "Oh, constable is a term of term of affection." And he's like, "I don't fucking like it though." That's, oh, you call it you all call you that all the fucking time. I thought that was actually his rank until this too. episode. I thought he was just mad about it because he thought. Because he said something about, like, don't think I didn't notice. It's cute or something. He calls it mm. cute. I thought his problem was that he felt that they were trying to. Like appease him by using the title oh, because was... he was pissed off about fucking Lieutenant Meatloaf. Well, I also think though that there's you know it's one thing when it's your friend Kira calling you constable because like a little joke between friends. Is that a joke? What is this? what's a constable? Cause, well, because like constable's like an old time you know it's like, like it be... sheriff. Could they call him sheriff? Oh no, constable's like an old timey British term, term for, for cop. For cop. Oh, okay. I mean, they sheriff. do like there are cops in Britain that are no, called a, sher- a sheriff has a different sort of jurisdiction. Yeah. It's, I think I think it's more have like funny uh, bell hats and nightsticks. Yeah, I, I, I Odo think, has neither of those things. Exactly. I Odo think that's a, that's weapons. the image that it conjures is that like you know he's like some some you know uh, cop on the beat kind of 
guy where he considered here he finds that belittling. Although the thing is, I think it's all they ever like. Even from here on out, like that's just what they call him. You know, like I said, as far I, as I can tell, that is actually his official yeah, rank. I, I, I have think, in in Star Trek timelines one of the actual traits a character can have is constable. Yeah. yeah. So according to the dictionary, constable. He's either, one, a peace officer with limited policing authority, typically in a small town. Or is responsible. Or two, the governor of a royal castle. Sheriff. No, sheriffs tend to have um, county authority. Sheriffs tend to have, you know, spurs on their shoes. Like a constable, like a policeman, tends to have jurisdiction within a specific city. Sheriffs tend to have county jurisdictions. Is that right? Yeah. Why do you know that? I, I don't know, to be honest. Okay. At least in the United States, that a sheriff has, like, county-wide jurisdiction. I mean, obviously the only place that matters. Um, have, we're talking about space. Then you have state police. There's actually, a lot of people know, there's also federal police, which have regional authority. Like marshals? No, it's not quite the same as a marshal. That's something else. Like Texas Rangers? So here's the thing about Odo. Yes. He's none of these things, because he's never, like, trained to do anything. He's just there and the guy who likes fighting things, so they let him do it. Well, I think, I mean, we do find out later that he was, he's been the chief of security since it was a Cardassian station. Like That he, doesn't give him much authority over the Pedorans and things, though. They no, should kick which, him out. Which, yeah, right, exactly. Like, he's basically a collaborator in a lot of what like uh, and this becomes an issue later so no come on like well he worked for the uh, for the cardassians but they like the bajorans liked him so they were like yeah you can stick around and it seems like he he's was probably also, nicer than the cardis oh yeah i'm sure he the thing of the thing about odo is that he's all about the justice you know yeah. for him it doesn't matter if you're he doesn't he's not racist he, if he whether he's working for the Cardassians or for the Bojorans or for Starfleet, like he has an unimpeachable sense of justness, mm. you know. Speaking of unimpeachable, should we start, you know, making bets now? Make it, <laughs> make it happen it by magic. Actually, we've done this twice, so maybe we 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 conjured the Trump presidency. Oh God, we did, didn't we? Then we conjured we, Mooch getting the fuck out. And uh, but actually, didn't we also talk about the impeachment actually starting? Maybe, Chris. I don't remember. But um, you, you always roll that beautiful bean footage. You're the one that hears it, it. There's been so much. Okay, life is hard. That's fair. Yeah. And uh, Odo doesn't get along with Primen. Oh yeah. So that's, that's, that's. I don't. The, does look, he have a security team Primen, on the? Station? I think he does, but I think they're all Bajorans. Yeah, like uh, yeah, he tends to order around the Bajoran security people. And they like it. You can tell right away that Primen is a tight ass because he zips his jumpsuit all the way up. Yeah, they do a good job of making him seem like a real toady. He just feels like a mall cop. Yeah. But here's the thing, right? And not a good like, one. But like really, like Odo is the mall cop. Literally the mall cop. Like li- <laughs> like literally his job is to patrol the promenade and it's make sure my like, promenade. you know harass Quark. <laughs> you know? Like, no, he harasses Quark just because he likes it. Well, yeah, but that's what he does, you know? He's, you know, so and where this is a Starfleet shipment of very volatile, dangerous chemicals, it kind of makes sense that they'd have a Starfleet security guy there. But it also kind of makes sense that he would bristle that someone else was coming onto his promenade and Yeah, but he should fucking grow the fuck up and put on his big boy bucket. Well, he did once... Cisco sucked his dick a little first. Yeah. Who's in charge? You're in charge. Like, like good boy, get Odo out. Odo actually comes off like a little bit of a bitch, right? Odo. This, oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
And like, yeah, I get it. Prim and... He's like, I quit. He's yeah. like a diva. Uh, He's like, my resignation. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> this is the new one. <laughs> um, and I'm here for it. And like, and you know, and of course at the end they make it such that, oh, you know, Primin, Primin learned a thing or two from Odo and, use, and used it to solve the, the thing before it was an issue. Good job, Primin. That was the one thing that surprised me this episode, I think, was Primin that... was competent? Was that, well, that it turned out that like... There was a brief moment where I was like, "Oh shit, Primin's working with." I thought Primin the, was bad. The mercenaries because like he wasn't. He was supposed to be fixing something or like something. patrolling the docking, docking ring, ring, and wasn't. And I was like, "Oh shit, maybe he's the one that's sabotaging the station." But it that's why he wants to like be in control over Odo to make sure Odo doesn't catch yeah. on. Yeah. Well, all I can say is I am looking forward to the next, you know, six and a half seasons of, of Primin and Odo's relationship as it develops. Yeah, no, we get one more episode with this guy. Thank God, I hate then, his guts. Then Miles is back and we'll be upset for a different reason. Wait, mm-hmm. one more after the one we watched today, like the two we watched today? I'm pretty, I, I don't think he shows up again after Move Along Home. He might, I don't know. I so. really don't remember. I don't even. I've seen. I've seen the series all the way through a few times. And you always forget the and I, whistle shows there, up. The, a, I always forget this episode exists. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, oh right, this one. And I always forget that Primin exists. Mm. There's um. There's another character that appears later in the series that is the same fucking thing <laughs> exactly, but is done way better and is way more interesting. So mm. I look forward to that. Like, and when I say the same, I think down to Odo doing a whole like resigning what? because this guy's stepping on my toes. Um, that's, that's, a, that's a little less boots. Odo, a little more Grover. <laughs> <laughs> Grover, um, like from Sesame Street? Yeah, yeah, the blue one. Ah, happy 50th anniversary, Sesame Street. Oh, Sesame Street. Now for HBO subscribers. Yeah, that's. Uh, I know that this is not a Sesame Street. Podcast. podcast it's not but like it, it so flies in the face of what sesame well, street was about blame the government for cutting funding yeah, to so public that's, broadcasting that's, and that's the truth so it's it's actually in a weird way the best thing possible because the alternative was going to be probably it got canceled yeah i know so the fact that yes it's paywall for a few months, like they air on oh, HBO. Oh, that's right. Okay, so it eventually is free to watch. Eventually, they do release it on uh, PBS, PBS or, or the. So yeah, I mean, it sucks, something. but don't blame them. Well, blame this government well, that refuses to fund so, public right. it's, it's, it's a well, compromise. Well, and being three months behind, who gives a shit? Yeah, I, it's, I, it's, I not, it's not like it's were... not like they're going to be doing topical jokes on Sesame Street. Yeah, well, and, and let's. Semi-topical. But he's always thing. done topical the, jokes. But it's topical within a range the of The children jokes. it's aimed at are not going to give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's the they just want to see Elmo. Yeah. There was a really good Game of Thrones joke once. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, Game of Chairs. It was the, great. The, the children aren't appreciating no. this. Who was in the, Cersei was there, right? Didn't Hedy, Hannah, Letty? Hedy Lamar. Oh, that's what? not it. Lena Headley? Lena. Yeah, there we go. But I don't think... Was she in it? I don't know. No, I don't, I don't know. I'm making it up. I never saw it. But yeah, no, like... like They were just Muppets. Yeah. They don't even... Oh, I thought they had real actors from the children show. Children don't understand that they're even new episodes. They'll watch the same one a thousand times until the tape wears out. Can't confirm. I was that kid. God, that must, that's the worst part of being a parent now. Tapes don't wear out. Yeah, just they're digital they're DVDs and DVDs now. That shit doesn't wear... Yeah, you know what really just complained. You know, <laughs> really, how many times he's watched Coco now? 
Well, what really fucks up a DVD that uh, you can do so easily with a tape is when you just snap the fucking thing in half and throw it out the window. <laughs> or the trick is you can just, you, the, kid, the kid will just make you watch it on Netflix and it won't go anywhere. Yeah, Fuck, never let the kid know you have Netflix. That was your first mistake. I mean, well, no, you're having the kid was the first mistake. Agreed. The second mistake <laughs> is letting them know about Netflix. Don't share your Netflix. Don't share your Netflix password with your children, people. Yeah, no, ever. Um, Actually, my parents have mine, so it's the other way around. Yeah. It's role reversal. It's like they always okay, say. Okay, boomer. Yeah. <laughs> Wonder if that joke will still be topical when this thing airs. Yeah, who knows? Oh, uh, that's basically the N word for old people. So, um, so it's the B word. Damn. It's so stupid. It's like, but you won't, you will not say the, you won't say the N word, so you know somehow that it's not yeah, even exactly. remotely if it, equivalent. If it were like, the N word, you would be okay saying it. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> um, so my my final note on this episode. Let him kill Bashir. Yeah. Was we're gonna we're just gonna end on that note, huh? What note? Like it just literally ends with one unilaterally being like. I'm gonna shoot this thing now. This guy's definitely for dead. See ya. Yeah. Didn't they? But they found another one of his katras under a different fingernail. They could put him in somebody else if they want to. Now it's in, He'll live now, forever. Now it's in Dax, and, and it's getting real crowded. In but there. it's so, it's so <laughs> weird because they like they blow up the puck, and Julian and Dax both make kind of a that was awkward. Like almost borderline comedy expression face. Oh, I thought it was because it and then all the end, scenery. No, I think it's because she just killed the guy. I also he was thought, already dead. Well, well here's yeah. the thing. I also feel like here's the thing: that woman, that poor woman, is going to be institutionalized in a matter of months. Oh yeah, like she will be seeing that guy everywhere. everywhere. Mm. Yeah, no. because like there was absolutely zero reason until the shady shit started happening on the station. There was zero reason to suspect that he was still alive. Well, yeah, except that she had seen him fake his death before. Yeah, yeah. but this was a yeah, whole his body life. was still alive. This is his was body the is same cold body. and autopsy. And, and she's stabbed. Still, and like she some, stabbed it. Something goes wrong on the station. She's like, he's done that before. It's him. He's not dead. It's like... Yeah, every time this it's raining. Like, There's been rain when he was alive for fuck. Every time a light bulb goes out of this poor woman's house, she's going to scream. Oh, you're here. Fuck. Um, like she did it to herself. Well, she, but like, yeah, like geez, she's gonna need some serious. No, the guy she was actually there. Not. Well, that's the thing, right? Because like, Jesus. it's like she's like, she it's like right. everyone's going to be like, listen, you're just being incredibly paranoid. And then it turns out her paranoia was right. Well, it's just like last. It's like last week when you know Bashir was encouraged to continue with his bad behavior and follow women to their bedrooms yeah. after he says not to because he saved Dax that time. Yeah. Now this poor bitch is like, he's everywhere and I know it's true because it happened that time on that spaceship. Mm. Star space station. There you go. Blah, <laughs> I am Vantica. I mean, all your life bombs. <laughs> I really want that. I want like, but I also want to be like the voice of the count. Did he try to plow the cop? Machine? Almost certainly. It sort of seemed like he yeah. was. He did try to call her late at night, and she used her. Alpha yeah, but was with that him. was that the bad guy just trying to kill her? Maybe. Maybe. Something? No, because he remembered making the call. He wouldn't remember making the call if he'd been Vantica at that point. I mean, that's what he says. What he? No, get? that's what Dax said. Well, whatever. I'm <laughs> gaslighting them both. <laughs> anyway, do we also care enough out about Bashir yet for Cisco to not say, "All right, blow yourselves up"? Well, we don't, but he does. Does he? There's paperwork to He's fill out dick. if one of your people dies. Especially if he's your CMO. I just want to say that the candle you have burning makes me think that there's some kind of 
maple syrupy treat somewhere in the house, <laughs> and it's very upsetting. Yeah, I'm the worst. There's your candle. It's on the table. Oh, I see it. Yeah, it smells like a maple syrupy treat. I don't yeah, I, I, I want some Eggo waffles now. Ooh. We're going to stop on the way home and grab some Eggo waffles. Okay. And an ice cream cake. No, I'm going to save myself for when Jake's buying the ice cream cake. Yeah, I'll do it. Get the good one. Don't get that Heath one. I got the Heath one once. I'm going to get Carvel. I'm going to go... That was a Carvel. I want... Here's the thing. I want plain old Carvel with the vanilla. the motherfucking wheel. I want the vanilla and the chocolate and the crunchies. That's what I would like, please. We're going to get the baby fucking wheel. Baby fucking wheel. Oh my God. Did you guys see there was this thing going around fucking Facebook about the ocean sunfish? Because that's what that baby fucking wheel was. It was Mm -hmm. the thing called an ocean sunfish. It's this woman's like fucking epic Facebook rant about how these mola mola fish are like the most fucking useless things. Like they literally lay like a million eggs eggs at a time but like almost none of them survive they can only eat jellyfish that accidentally like float into their mouths it's fucking hysterical <laughs> like yeah, they, they are, are the, the most, worst like they literally How did they get so big <laughs> Dumb they just, luck. Yeah, like literally it's like there are so many of them that they can't go extinct because there's literally like a million eggs per you know That's birthy funny. squirt and you know, oh birthy squirt Never you know what we that totally again. forgot to do last week with the Vash episode what was in that little uh, little lamp a baby fucking wheel? A baby fucking wheel! Oh, see, I, think, was... I thought it looked more like a manta ring. Yeah, it was kind of stingray yeah, But, but still, it was, it was sea life. It was a baby. It was sea life. You're uh, right. I didn't even think of that. Damn. Brilliant. Fucked up. All right. Well, you just said it, so now Chris well, You know who else back. fucked up? Whoever wrote Move Along Home. Oh, yeah. So, what a all terrible right. Episode. Well, let's jump over to that one then. So, uh, next episode, Move Along Home. It so, was two women that wrote it. So, um, in this episode... Jake Sisko is discovering women. No relation. Oh, God, I hate it. I hate uh, there's this. a whole opening scene. We spend a lot of time talking about how Jake Sisko is going to get the talk from his dad. How he shouldn't be hanging around with Nog because they go and, and hang out in the promenade. And, and Nog is probably smoke, banging women by now. Checking out broads. Turns Smoking out Nog, cigarettes. Turns out and... Nog is like... 40 and is in, <laughs> is in elementary school for some reason <laughs> so yeah so we had so that it really it starts out as it's gonna be it's this sort of like coming of age father-son bonding thing yeah, record screech moment Sorry. get into your dress uniforms everyone that plot completely dropped thank god we're gonna be doing yeah. a first contact with a new species record screech that plot completely well 50% dropped because it turns out that this new species the the wadi they're just like wadi you want to play today yeah they're just Some big shit. goofy dorks that all they want to do is play games I, know, I hate them like that. where are the games um Holy so they bring shit, so naturally buddy. they bring them to quarks and uh they ask for him by name yeah and uh quark is showing them how to play dabo and they're having a great time and they're winning lots of money and then quark gets greedy and starts cheating them and they catch him <laughs> cheating and then they're like fine you're gonna play our game which Chula. which you can't which you know is an honest game and he's like okay fine i'll play your game so they play the game and it, they transform Quark's Dabo table into their weird upside down pyramid game. Chula. Mm. Chula. MLM, you know MLM game? You know what Chula is? It is the home planet of the uh, the no. Jaffa. Whatever you think. Whatever you're thinking now. Uh, it's short. The, the writers based a lot of the game off of shoots and ladders. So oh. Chula. Oh God! So this just got worse. It's three D. So it's three D shoots and ladders. But here's the here's is it twist. Instead of you have four players, but instead of being just little uh, tokens tokens as they appear on the board, in reality, the 
four humans, well, four people, because only two of them are humans, Cisco, Dax, Bashir. Bashir, and Kira get magically transported inside the game, which we think is running inside a room full of light yeah. on the alien yeah, that was ship. Confusing. But anyway. So, so it's like Holodeck Jumanji. It's like Holodeck Jumanji. Exactly. But so, yeah, so then they have to go through these kind of puzzles? Not really. Stupid things. Like, I guess they're puzzles. Through this game. They have to play a hopscotch with a child. They have to go to a party and drink a drink. They have to... How is that even, like, a trip? Like... I don't know. They have to dodge some floating orbs. And then finally they have to cross a chasm. I guess. But meanwhile, Quark just thinks it's a game, you know, because he doesn't see them. He just sees the little uh, tokens on the board. So, um... And has no idea why he's winning. He has, really is like Jumanji. Yeah, like, he's, like, rolling dice and things are happening and his characters are moving, but he has no, like, there's no understanding. I, I don't understand what the, like, how you, how the game is played because it's just happening. And also, it feels like they should have won and apparently they didn't win. Well, they, no, they didn't they win. They fell onto a chasm. Yeah, they died. Oh. So the, the thing is, is if you die in the game, you're you're, game. you're out. Your your character is out of the game, and Quark has to make it to the sixth. Is it the sixth? Two. Whatever until Shap Shap before if, and with all of his players. But of course, right in the very with last any moment, of his players. last very last moment, three the three remaining after Bashir dies all fall into a chasm and die until. Wah, 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 Turns out it was all just a goof. Just a goof, guys. It's uh, just a game. Uh, just a game. Just a prank, bro. So, yeah. Quark, who by this time has figured out that it's his friends, or his maybe not friends, but people. He likes Gen Z. Business yeah, his, associates. His associates and Gen Z. Well, yeah, but he's just another one that fucking creeps on her. So. Yeah, he is. So by now but he's we figured it out. So he's starting, to, he's starting to sweat a little. It's racist. Odo's not We've feeling so good about it. And, and the, you know, Quark's understanding throughout this is that no, if they die in the game, they die in real life. But well, because they've been super cryptic about it, like yeah. oh, you double their but peril then, but, and shit, like oh fuck. But then they all show up safe and sound, and Quark's like, "I won," and they're like, "No, you lost, dumbass." And he's like, "But but they they're all alive," and and they're and they're like, "Yeah, they, the people are alive, but you they died in the game, so you lose, Buster." And uh, I said good day, sir. And then Quark is like, "Oh, thank God. Oh, maybe I can make money off of this," you know. And then everyone else is like, "Oh, Quark." This episode is terrible. Why? There's because no it did not at all. end with Cisco and Kira taking turns beating the smug out of the head wadi. Like, I get that Odo, like, I mean, Quark, like, was partially responsible for this. But they are the ones that kidnapped four people against their will. Well, I guess you can't kidnap someone with their will. Kidnapped four people and then made them play this stupid game without... Any explanation as to how dangerous it was or wasn't. Like, that man needed an ass whooping. I mean, Prime directive be damned. Well, sure, but if someone was like, here, come play this come play this game, and it turned out it was, like, a fucking reality, whatever the fuck, a VR. virtual reality game, you wouldn't assume that you were going to die from the VR game. You would assume but they didn't this know... is a game and you're a, per a yeah. person. Honestly. These are some weird new aliens they've ever met. They don't know exactly what's going on. But they, like, I don't know. I'm just Here's saying, it's a it's a pretty weird, paranoid conclusion to jump to. 
that we live in a future where all this shit is possible and holodecks and whatevers. I mean, don't get me wrong. I also thought they were going to die in the game and die in real life until Bashir died. And I was like, well, I know you're not going so anywhere. So that's, that's the thing. That is how they fucked this up. Is by having the four players be all four main characters. Really what they needed was three main characters. And Pig Whistle. And, and Pig Whistle. Or P- Pig Whistle or any red shirt. Hmm. You know, I mean, I guess a red shirt wouldn't have made it. Pig whistle would have been a good choice yeah. because you don't need him around. And they after, could have really killed him. And they could, and they, <laughs> they could have really killed him because then, you know, if it's Bashir that dies, you're like, okay, yeah, this he's going to be fine. Yeah. But if it's Pig Whistle, you're like, oh wow, they just introduced that guy last week. I guess he's done. Yeah. And then it really ups the stakes for the other characters. But as it was, I was like, okay, yeah, there's no stakes right now because I know they're not killing off four main characters this episode. Right. Yeah. But Ames, you were trying to... Yeah, here's, here's what I'm thinking the Wadi are doing, because this is also a first contact event, even though we technically have had one with the Tosk, but we didn't act like it was a first contact event because Cisco was on the rag that day or something. Well, this was an expected first contact. Okay. Tosk. Well, and because O'Brien was, like, just flagrantly disregarding the rules about first contact, but... <laughs> For all the right reasons. For all the right reasons, so, absolutely. So I think of this kind of as the Wadi's way of getting to know people. By, you know, they like games. They they see a lot of, like, how people work uh, through game playing. And I like it, thinking of it as a way that they're seeing how humans and Bajorans and how people from the, from the Alpha Quadrant handle their scenarios... To get to know them as a species. Interesting. I, like I still would just... No. So Do what, not take me out of my bag without my consent. What happens when they go to a... When the Wadi show up in a uh, planet that engages in blood sports? Oh, I... And they're like, show us your games! And they're like, alright! I hope they go to, Cro- Cro- to the Kronos next. Mm. Oh, get sliced to ribbons. I hated them so much. <laughs> Yikes! I detested these people. They're so they're so non-threatening. Why the fuck yeah. are you so? I, don't know, I like the the women's hair was kind of cool. Oh, I didn't even notice the hair. I hated their stupid forehead makeup drawing things. Their, tattoos. I like I liked how they like all they, all they have like to things. offer is just trash. Yes. Like yeah, we got some sticks. It's not even good a, gems. They're like rough some, some gross juice and some rocks. Yeah, but maybe for them that juice is like a serious delicacy, and maybe those sticks are. Magic. Yeah, they were trying, they were trying on their to home ex- world, they were explaining it's... what the sticks were for, and Quark was like, just like he yeah. was in, in the episode with uh, Bay Bash. Them and plenty yeah, of he was sticks. like, I don't care what it's for, it doesn't look shiny enough for me. So yeah, it's not it. something he it's not worth a damn thing in the alpha. Seriously, he probably had the cure to like every disease in the fucking known world right there in those sticks, and he was like, it doesn't sparkle. Dip it in glitter and we'll talk. I look at this episode and because I because I know that it's one of the ones that's supposed to be, like, the worst of DS9 and all this thing. And when I finally realized it was this episode that we were watching this week, and I realized, wait a minute, I've seen this episode. This is Move Along Home? This is the episode everyone hates? There's, like, the only thing bad about this episode is they spend too much in that cave. Oh, that scene was endless. That's one of my notes. The, the, cave scene, cave? the cave scene is too long, but, like, it's not... The a, cave scene towards the end. It's barely hateable. It's not a... It's, I expected, like, a Miri or something. See, the thing is, this isn't one of the worst episodes of DS9. No, not even close. This the is last one of the week's worst, episode was worse. This is one of the worst episodes of TOS. Oh. This feels like a bad TOS episode to hmm. me. Like... We've been magicked into a scenario. We like to, in your mind swap it's them cat's out. Paw. Yeah, it's, like swap like... swap them out with Kirk, Spock, Doc, and I guess Scotty. 
and you could totally see it. It's 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 the gangsters of Triskelion, except there's zero stakes. Yeah, but they don't know that. But we know that. We but know they that. don't. Um, also, it's it's nice to see that what Quark does when he when he thinks there are stakes is he kind of you kind of see what happens when he's backed up against a wall. Yeah, it was a yeah. good. He it was, caves immediately. This is a good Quark development, development episode. Yeah, I was surprised that he would do that. I mean, there. I mean, I'm sure he has some. Like kinship with these people, but it's like business is business, right? Well, I think I just, he also knows that Odo would nail his ass Odo to the wall. Kill you. I thought when it's like you have to kill one of them, or you know, not even kill because they don't get killed. You have to remove one of them, and he's like, "Oh shit, one of them is probably Judzia, and yeah. I like her." Yeah, I don't know which one she's supposed to be. Yeah, nope, I'm not gonna do well, it just in case. Too, it didn't. There's there's some nonsense there because the guy said, "Oh, the computer will randomly remove one of them." Yeah, but then it didn't. No, they all just they all just they all just yeah. died. I thought I well, thought it's because the two saved the one that should have been sacrificed. No, it was their own choice, more or less. So they lost the game for Quark. Dax is way too ready to die. By oh the way. yeah, like in Dax, she was ready to yeah, die. Two episodes for in a row. Fucking Curzon's whatever, and now buddy. this she's just leave me. It's like. I've are already you, lived several lives. Are you okay, Judzia? Has the has the merging not gone well? Not just that. She's like, if I, if if the roles are reversed, I'd, I'd leave, leave you. you. I like that. <laughs> I, I, I like don't that a lot. believe her for a minute. I don't know. Maybe Curzone. Do. You know Curzon these Starfleet have... types. Yeah. Yeah, but she's got personalities in her that aren't Starfleet types. True. True. Welcome to the Curzone. <laughs> <laughs> my, my other problem, and I think you were talking about this in the intro, Jake, but like. How the fuck does this game work? From the outside, you just roll dice and just kind of wait to see if something happens. Like, how does this game work? Yeah. If you know what's happening, like... I'm guessing... Yeah, it's just never shown. Like, there must be some interface to it. But, yeah, like... It's like that that 3D battle chess where stuff dukes it out. You know what it reminded me of? I was trying to remember what the name of it. Maybe maybe you guys remember. Remember that old game show on, like, Nickelodeon where you would enter a video game? Yeah, what was that? Nick Arcade. Was that Arcade? Are you sure? Yeah, because they would play regular arcade games for the chance to go into the game at the end. It was that, and that looked Fun. I literally was just thinking about that when we started talking yeah. about this. I feel like that game looked way funner than it probably was. So well, yeah, when you were a kid, that anything like that. Like is fun. you're in the game, and it's like, no, you're just standing in front of a green screen. Well, the thing, like for the kid actually playing, it sucked. Oh, they yeah. basically had to be a weatherman, stand at the green screen, and look at themselves on a and like monitor and. That's kind of still fun. Bat at a non-existent coin. Well, and also, who gives a shit if you go if you won and got to do that three-minute run through the KB Toys or whatever? That's the fucking balls. Yeah, that would be cool. I'd still I feel, like I still feel like in terms of like final round, Legends of the Hidden Temple has it beat. Mm. Oh, that yeah. fucking silver monkey. monkey! The goddamn silver fucking and the fucking monkey. molesters that they hide in the place. Yeah, because like we have definitely almost, had this conversation know, on air. Before. But I have a new but I have a new point, which is most of the time they don't even make it possible to have gotten enough medals to survive if you get hit by all the temple guards. Yeah, it's the point. they don't want to be given away cruise vacations to they every... They give away! They give a fucking bike! It wasn't anything good! It was a bicycle, for shit's sake. Oh, I thought, sake. like, the, the, re- the winners got, like, an actual decent 
gift, and the, thinking, and the bike was think, for like the I consolation prize. I think you're thinking prize. of actual good no, game shows that weren't for kids. That, that's for like the two families that ever made it through the entire obstacle course. Oh, of family uh, double, double dare. dare. That's I, a fucking. Solid I swear, game too. the reason they went from being double because remember it was double dare first. And then the, like, family Double Dare episodes were, like, special occasional ones. We need some fat old dads to not be able to do the well, obstacle thing, course I think so they we realized, stop losing. I think they realized they would lose the obstacle course more often if the parents were but involved. They, but they really, they also really cut down on, like, the sliming of people mm. uh, when they went to family Double Dare. Like, I remember, well, like... that was mm. probably because of Mark like, Summers. Like, no... Because he'd always been there. No, no, but, but he, Mark had... Summers was also on on what what, what, would, what you would you do? do, which was also what, what, a big slime do? and pie yeah, fest. Yeah, but he had seriously awful OCD. Well, I know, but no, you know what it was? They so s- does Howie Mandel, and he was in in real in uh, Little Monsters, where like he had oh, to eat boogers and stuff. I don't know stuff. anything about they, that, but you know, I do was, know he shaved all his hair off. They so. cut back on the slimy and family double dare because the reason they slimed the kids so much was so they'd be slippery during the obstacle course. Mm. But now they had the fat old dads. Anyway, this isn't what we're here for. They didn't want the fat old dads to slip and fall and break their shit so they yeah, had to right. cut down on the slime so the you point can tell- is I would totally play Chula I, oh, I would play it too here's the thing I would play it voluntarily yes but it, what pisses me off is the kidnapping aspect the lack of consent like that's aspect. that's why I'm like Ben should have gotten a shot in and Kira also we can tell Pig Whistles had some character development Primin. Can we call him Primin? Primin has had some character development because he has slightly unzipped his uh Jumpsuit. Yeah. But last week he was zipped all the way up. Now he is unzipped down to the black. Well, it's because he and Odo are bosom buddies. But just he, now. he already appears him. in that one scene. Yeah, to go Constable Odo in that weird voice. Of <laughs> <I'm> sorry, what? <laughs> he like put on a voice. He's like Constable Odo. <laughs> he and that kind of does. Was like, he making fun of O'Brien? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> was he? Like, he was like <laughs> Odo. Listen to this. Oh, hoity toity toy. Oh, Constable Odo. Isn't it? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and then O'Brien's like, 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 "What are you guys laughing at?" <laughs> they're just the like, audience, oh, audience back. probably they're probably like maybe the audience won't notice that it isn't O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Primin... Kato hasn't. And it's also... You know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he again objects to being called Constable, but only briefly. Ah, Odo. But yeah, Tight so... Um, Odo. Yeah, there's also, so there's apparently no sensors on the sh- on the station that detect when someone vanishes, which which I guess that's not terribly typical. It, we never see that on other shows. Yeah, no, they usually have to ask where somebody is. But, Computer, yeah. where the fuck is this dude? Also, we no, already... No idea. <laughs> No and even if that had been a thing on ships before, they established a few weeks ago that, like, the sensors here kind of suck. Mm. Yeah, the They're not as They really trashed ones. the place on the way out, you know? So I don't think it was a holodeck because they said that the... It was like a transport. It was like a transporter buffer. buffer. So, like, maybe they were... They They're were... from the Gamma Quadrant. They certainly have all kinds of crazy tech. Yeah. Yeah, I like how when uh, when Odo opened the door on the mm. on the ship, it was like the fucking the 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 hole in the wall in Poltergeist, yeah. you know? So yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 That's good. That's really good. <laughs> this house is clean. <laughs> so, Ames, maybe you came across a note I forgot I had was a. Uh, like, did they just have that whole thing about Bashir? Why is it Bashir so weird? Bashir forgetting his dress uniform because they didn't have time to make him one in the real world? No, oh, they never said. 
Because it was just so random. It's like, yeah, you I get never, it, guys. You didn't have the budget. I never noticed. I just no, wondered why he didn't replicate one. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, too. It, it's like Cisco should just be like, just go repli- replicate one. Yeah, no. It's sure. like they just clearly Ow. didn't have time. What's stupid is, uh, <laughs> like, the Netflix description for this episode is literally... Captain Cisco in dress uniform is waiting to meet the <laughs> yeah is waiting to meet the first delegation from the Gamma Quadrant. Did they, Whole thing. Did Whole they mix up their descriptive text with their a summary? Yeah, summary? That's a good, good like that's so really now, weird. What was the point of the Jake Cisco subplot? Just to remind uh, you that he has a kid and he's well, yeah, gonna have I mean, dad have, moments, but like. It does seem, you know, they set that up to be a possible B-plot, and it literally the only reason it ever comes up again is because Jake is like, oh, yeah, dad Dad was supposed to have the sex talk with me today. And instead of being like every other kid, he'd be like, thank fucking God. He goes to Odo to be like, Odo, I'm missing my sex talk. That's the thing. It really could have just Please give it to me yourself. Odo's like, oh, well, don't ask me to give it to you. Jesus. (laughs) Like... (laughs) They really didn't need that thing. Because Jake could have just reasonably been like, my dad is missing. We always have breakfast together. Yeah, no, we always have sex talks on Saturday. Um, Could it be because... So, Nog has has Cisco's innocence, or Jake's, Jake Cisco's innocence in his hands, and now Quark has the, the life of the crew in his hands, huh? Huh? Is it was it a parallel? Not a intentional, parallel. but I'll I'll take it. Sure. I Listen, <laughs> I do. I get think a... they needed about five minutes to. to yeah, cram. I kind of like how uh, Odo. They need about five minutes to film. I, I gotta admit, I like the way Odo dealt with it. There's like, ah, yes, gonna go look at the girls, eh? That's what you solids do. And he's like, go run along. I'll deal with this. And go then Jake leaves. Home. Yeah, Jake leaves, and he's like, oh fuck, that boy's dad is dead. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I like the fact that we, we we do learn through this that for all these kind of a hard ass and weird Odo does have tact when he needs to. Mm. Like he was dealing well with a kid. He's like, ah, I'm gonna act like this is no big deal around him. You go run along. <laughs> yeah, his dad's dead. You're an orphan. Sorry, buddy. I'll try not to giggle when I tell him. Oh, poor. Yikes. Yeah, I, Odo has really grown on me in the oh, last couple yeah, no, weeks. Yeah, he's he's amazing. He's just really funny. I forgot how he great has, he was. And the thing is, is he has like the same great cranky banter with everybody. It's yeah. like, I love him especially with Quark, but like even the way he's a little bitch with Cisco is hilarious. And like the way he deals with the kid is good. And like, he's just, he's just such a cranky old bastard and I love him. Yeah, no, Odo's, Odo's fantastic. He's solid. He's, he's my old he's master. Well, no, he isn't. That's the problem. Uh, he's a goo. Put him away. A gabagoo? A gabagoo. I hurt myself slightly. I hurt myself slightly doing Dana's comedy arm gesture. Oh, Jesus. That's why you don't do that. That's, I don't know why. You gotta, you gotta put that in the, only in the hands of trained comedians. Otherwise, you hurt yourself. I'm trying to think of a gabagoo joke and I can't. Awesome. Please don't. <laughs> Nice. Uh, Ames is super honest today. So, so Ames is the Odo of our podcast. Uh, he also hates fun. 
Yeah, yeah. So we learn because Jake is just wandering around loose um, that there, there's no class right now because Keiko oh, yeah. isn't here because Keiko is the only teacher that exists in the fucking station. Yep. No one else could be bothered. Eh. Yeah, they were like, they're we also were... doing botany without Keiko. This is really a PSA about you know give, keeping kids off the street because yeah. if they're you know if you let your kids out they're gonna bang women and uh, also you'll get trapped in a video game. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna bang women, and that's how you wind up having to make an honest woman out of Keiko. Nobody Gross. fucking wants that. Oh God! So I ended up uh, rewatching uh, an up old episode that I know Jake likes. That was part of the inspiration of this uh, this episode, uh, an episode of The Prisoner called Checkmate. Oh, which I know Jake is a big fan of The mm. Prisoner. That uh, the, the the way the Checkmate goes. If you haven't seen The Prisoner, Jesus fucking Christ, The Prisoner. He's trapped on this island, and in this episode, they make all the people dress up as chess pieces and play a game of chess with each other. And and then shenanigans are afoot, and other things happen. But anyway, the whole point was that they're human chess pieces. Mm. And I guess the women who wrote this episode were like, yes, but what if more games? <laughs> and what if we were slightly more subtle? And they ended up <laughs> not they, by much. They ended up researching a lot of other other games. Apparently, like games from ancient Egypt and Rome and Elizabethan times. And also, they were big fans of shoots and ladders. But in the end, it ended up ended up looking an awful lot like D and D, which is fine. Now that would be a better thing is if it was set up more like like an RPG type game because mm. presenting it as like a roll the dice and move game. Yeah, it doesn't make doesn't a lot of sense. make a lot of sense with what's happening you know in in the game world well it depends on you know what doors open for them i guess is what the dice rolling does yeah i, I guess so but it also, but then that means that that like them getting through the obstacles has nothing to do with them and has everything to do with the roll of the dice but how how fun would that have been if instead of this if if they're like we'll show you a real game and like it turned out just, to be like and they just play D &D space together. D D. no they just whip out a game of munchkin Right, you know, something like that, and like, it was actually explained what was happening, and then we got to see, you know, in the in the game world, the shit actually happening to to our characters. I feel like, yeah, but then Quark never learns his lesson. Well, he might still learn his lesson because maybe at the beginning he thinks that it's oh, it's just some goofy um, okay, nerd game. Fair, fair. You well, know, he'd be then, right. And then out, you know, and then only later does he realize, oh shit, the characters I'm playing are actual people. Oh shit! If my character dies, they don't come back. <laughs> That's the thing about RPGs—they're they're cruel. Yeah, this was also an episode, one of the most expensive DS9 episodes, just because of all the effects and sets and bullshit they had to do, mm. and they had to cut back an awful lot in what they originally wanted because it would have been like way out of price. Well, range. Is that how we too, got that fucking like... stupid giggling with wine glasses room? Because man, that was not a good puzzle. Sorry, Jake. Yeah, the puzzle was don't drink the food. Oh wait, drink the food. Yeah. Because at first I was yeah. like, oh yeah, I'm on board. It's, yeah, Greek, the... it's Greek mythology. That's how you get stuck there. Don't drink the food. Like I was ready. And then it was like, oh wait. Like you drink the food and then you get into a laughing fit and don't want to leave. So or, what, I, what I thought the key to getting out of it was, was to start fake laughing. Because something about the way you were like modulating your air would mm -hmm. be important. I really did. This is really what I thought. I'm that's an smart. idiot. I like that. No, well, I, I mean, like, I like it better than like, oh, drink the wine they're trying to have you drink. Like, that's not a fucking puzzle. That's like etiquette. Like, I don't. Etiquette can be puzzling, kids. It would be great if the if the drink was actually that shitty drink that they tried to give yeah, for, <laughs> and everyone was like, I don't want to drink it. <laughs> I'd rather die. <laughs> 
Well, Gen Dax, Z I was just going to say, <laughs> Dax is like, no, go on without me. I won't drink that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, you um, big fucking baby. Yeah, it really, like, honestly, it doesn't seem like that challenging a game because if the players had not bothered to help Jadzia, mm. they would have won. They would have been fine because that was the last, the, the, the cave was the last room. So yeah. if they had just leapt across the cavern, and presumably when when they're playing this on the Wadi homeworld, everybody knows it's just a game. Like the only reason that this was a big problem was because our heroes also were under the impression that they were in real peril. Was Jadzia's leg still busted when she got out of the game? No, she was fine. Was she? No. So that so like again, this is this doesn't really work because you know. Oh, the ch- only children start at the first shap. Mm. Oh, okay. So the children have a har- a harder version of the game where they have an extra. Well, level? you know what it is. It takes longer to tire them out, so they go to fuck to sleep. Maybe the first shap serves as sort of a tutorial. Maybe in some weird oh, way. Oh, that that could work. Has a little more handholding. But then the fact again that like in presumably if you're playing this with other wadi, the people that are in the game know it's a game and are like, oh yeah, don't worry, I'll just jump across that crevasse. I'll be fine. Well, I mean, I think about how, like, I mean, I don't know, what's the game? House on the Haunted Hill? Betrayal? Betrayal. Betrayal at House on the Hill. Betrayal at House on the Hill. There isn't even, like, a live action type of aspect to it, but I still find that, like, once the betrayal happens and the the game is on, you get, I I personally get really, like, wound up into it. I'm sure it could still be a, a fun game, but I'm just saying, like, this game, it's, was basically, what, four levels... I mean, Six. Yeah, but we skipped two. One or two. We started at two, and then Clark took a shortcut. Right. right. So we, and he could have taken more shortcuts. So, I don't know. It seems like a... So three levels. Three or four levels. All I can remember is the fucking stupid ass fucking hopscotch. I couldn't think of the word for hopscotch. Yeah, the hopscotch. The hopscotch and the fucking dinner party, which apparently is a fucking... <laughs> Maybe they're all really, maybe they're just like, all introverts on that planet and having to, you know. <laughs> they could have made this like a, a scary one. They could have a like different a different room. They had to have small talk and they were like, ah! You know, I thought it would have been like a monster chasing them or something. Like that would have been a cool way to get rid of Julian is if instead of just an orb of light that just obliterates you. The Gorn walks in. If there was, yeah. It was like a, rubber if mask. It was like a monster chasing you. What or, if it was a really, go ahead, Chris. Or he like just starts hitting on a woman and she explodes. In fact, that would have been fucking great. So here's the thing, right? So maybe we don't need... Maybe... Okay. I'm going to rewrite Julian's death. Good. In this scene, <laughs> our heroes are walking, are walking down the hall. <laughs> and it's for real. And, and somebody sees something out of the corner of their eye and it's just a shadow. And they're like, oh shit, we're being stopped. You're turning it into a horror episode. Well, it's a little scary. This is what I was thinking too. So it's it's little, night it's terrors. A little, it's a little scary, but that's okay. And because, you know, the Wadi are like, oh shit, you rolled a two and you're fucked now, boy. So... We hear, you know, we hear the thing and they're like, all right, everyone run. And they're like, you know, we hear the monster and they get split up. And then we hear Julian yelling, which is a callback to when yeah. we first started the episode and Julian was just screaming for some reason. Can you can you actually wake yourself up and from a nightmare by yelling? You know what's interesting? I woke myself up from a nightmare the other night. By Did farting? I, so I was, I was having, yeah, I, no, I was, I was <laughs> having a dream and... Uh, I and part I don't remember most of what happened, but I do remember I was in a basement and out of like 
in a lower section of the basement, I saw two lions <laughs> milling around, and I was I at that moment I like started lucid dreaming. I was like, "Oh fuck, this is a dream, and if I stay in the dream, the lions are gonna chase me. <laughs> so I need to wake up right now." So, I, in the dream, I closed my eyes, and then I woke up. Outside. That's crazy. Were you yelling? I don't know. I wasn't yelling. I just woke myself up from the dream. Mine is nowhere near as cool, but I definitely did something similar once. Where I was like, oh, this is a dream. And I woke up because I think it was kind of a crappy dream. I did a good one once. In the dream, I realized, you know, I was in a dream and I wake up in bed in in the dream and I realized... No, this isn't right. Because I woke up like, like in a hotel or something. Like, mm. no, I'm at, I'm I know for a fact I'm home. This is a dream. So I went back to sleep. <laughs> in the dreams. <laughs> but anyway, you you're fixing Bashir's death. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 so that's basically. And then they find out that that. And then they turn the corner just in time to see him get devoured or vanished or something. See, I, I prefer my version just because it's like he's hoisted by his own. Um, Picard. 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 I was gonna say boner, but oh. That doesn't rhyme with petard. What was your version? What did he do? He basically just sees a hot woman and starts hitting on her, and then she just explodes. Oh. Like, she's just made of bombs. Ooh. Well, that really is like It's a normal woman, and he goes in for a kiss, and they do that, like, pan around thing, and she's literally like in a cartoon just made up of, like, stacks of dynamite and a big round cartoon bomb. And he's, like, kissing the bomb, and the wig falls off, and he's like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, you really crack you up. Oh, wow, Chris has gone full old man cackle right now. This is great. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Sorry. Yikes. That's okay. Oh, this is so stupid. I'm going to go on a different tangent. Please do. I'm going to go on a different tangent because I started thinking about this because Gamma Quadrant, right? Uh-huh. This is our first contact with a species other than the Tosk and their hunters whom we've seen from the Gamma Quadrant. Holy shit, this is fucking newsworthy shit. And they're humanoid. And Why? They're very, hu- yeah, they're humanoid-looking fuckers, but how is that a thing if the chase is an episode and we determined that all humanoids came from the same people and it was only this clump? Oh, did they not see the whole galaxy? Galaxy's enormous! Yeah, but they were ancient and super... Well, then why aren't, why aren't, why aren't people from the Gamma Quadrant part of the equation to figure out the, the fucking... To, to watch the hologram potato lady. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe they started in the Alpha Quadrant and it just kind of spread. Maybe they, they knew that species would take a while to go really, really far. So they like kind of clumped it in like seven or eight So there's different... another potato lady in the Gamma Quadrant yeah. waiting to be, be discovered? Yeah, exactly. Somebody get Picard on the phone. You know, there's no, one they'll, of the they'll work solve, to do. He'll solve it in an afternoon. There's one in the Delta Quadrant. They gotta, you know, they gotta get one of those poofy hair fellas. And they gotta pro- get a Neelix. And they gotta See, get a... You, that, I, that's I, that's no not a problem a with this episode. That is a problem with the chase. That's true. Which is yeah. A, which, I have lots of problems with the chase. The chase could very well be the worst Written episode off. of anything ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the chase is just... I don't, even remember, I don't remember the chase you, that much. You did. There's the one with the fucking. Oh, it's one with that really it's shitty one. The Romulans and the other dudes and John Luke Picard Mary, work together. Mary Poppins Cardi. We, we got an epic team up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that episode is stupid. Uh, what was I just gonna say? Bless you. Yeah, you can't you, just you sneeze. Didn't, you didn't yeah. even list the chase in your in your worst episodes. That's though, true. Okay? That's true. It, its impact is. It's just so dumb. It's it's not as it's not as a it's only offensive in what it does. Mm. It wrong. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you wrong though. Uh. Yeah, no, I really 
I did not like this one. I just feel like this felt like kind of a weird, lower budget, not as good, like, sequel to the Goonies <laughs> sort of thing, where it was like sort of a... Without, without Chunk. Or horrible Asian racism. Or Wasn't sloth. Wasn't Chunk the guy's name, the kid's name? Yeah, Chunk the was kid. the fat kid. Yeah. Does ah. the truffle shuffle. Well, because Colmini wasn't in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) And there it is. Does anybody else have anything else to say, or we good? I I thought this was this was bigged up for me as like so fucking bad. It's such a it's a joke how bad it is. It's it's a Spock's brain level of bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this episode it's not, wasn't it's good. It's dumb. It's kind of dumb, but, but like, it's, not, it's, a, it's inoffensive. Yeah, yeah like it's Fox watchable. Brain was far from the worst it's, episode of Star Trek, the original series, and this is far from the worst it, episode of DS9. It's not as bad as I remember, but it's still probably my least favorite so far. But I think, mm-hmm. like Spock's brain, it Q-less. is it is em, em, emblematic of a lot of the issues with... Like, Spock's brain, while not the worst episode, is a very easy target because it... It just is so dumb. It's yeah. Brain, brain, what is brain? Yeah, it's very easy to make fun of, and it's very easy to point to. Look at how far Star Trek fell in its third season yeah. because it had this. But there was so much good well, shit sure, in the sure. third season. I, I agreed. And then this one though is like, man, look at how rough of a start Deep Space Nine goes. It's got the fucking hopscotch episode. You know, but I, honestly, I feel like I actually feel like this first season isn't that bad. It's not that no. bad, and like I've enjoyed. Although it. I do think this was a weak. Of weakness. A yes. weak week. This is probably like my least favorite week so and I, far. I will but. say, during the hopscotch scene, Nana Visitor's face was definitely whoever wrote this episode should die. Who? Yeah. Akira. Akira's actor. Yeah. I like her. She's spunky. Yeah. I wish that, you know, we haven't gotten a ton on her yet. I feel like we haven't gotten a good... She did that thing with, what's his name, Ibudan? Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't a great episode anyway. I will say, one thing I did like was that, like, she's she's just... Okay, I'm I'm glad you Starfleet people are having your weird adventure fun, but what the fuck? Yeah, I'm didn't yeah. sign up for this. I'm a fucking Bajoran administrator. I'm a we're, terrorist and soldier. Yeah, we're, my people are constantly getting tortured. I'm not into this. Yeah, I'm 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 not excited by weird. This is not what I do. I'm not an explorer. I'm how a fucking she, administrator. How has she not punched Bashir out yet? I do not. She know. probably has. <laughs> He just forgets about it the next day. That's how hard she hits he's, him. Because he's like such a puppy. He's just such a dumb puppy. He is yeah. a dumb puppy. He wasn't actually asleep during the, uh, the the Q episode last week. He was like he was just unconscious because Kira punched him. <laughs> just so hard. I thought you were going to say he was just tugging it the whole time. He week. was actually on his way to take a nap, saw her, hit on her. She slugged him and dropped him in his bunk. Yeah. Well, you'll be in your bunk. <laughs> Thank uh, you. All right, speaking of things that are in your bunk. Caitlin's bunk. Not really. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> I'm just looking at this, the card. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I guess. Definitely uh, in the bunk tonight. Oh, dear. All right, well, uh, this has been episode 150 yeah. of A Star to Steer Her By. Today we talked about a couple of episodes of Deep Space Nine, and next week, guess what? More episodes of Deep Space Nine. We'll talk yes. about the Nagus, 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 and Vortex. If you like what you heard and you'd like to hear more, you can certainly find A Star to Steer Her By at lots of great places on the internet. You can subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, any, yes. and where any app that you like where your favorite podcasts are sold. You can also find us on 
Facebook, search A Star to Steer Her By, or you can follow us on Twitter and Tumblr at SSHB Podcast. You can also visit our webpage at SSHBpodcast.com. But uh, right now it just directs to Tumblr, so like whatever. If you want to go to Tumblr and find us the other way, that's fine too. And if you think of it, you should definitely go onto Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and a review. It doesn't have to be anything particularly... You could just say that you think five we... Five stars. Give Always us five, five stars. stars. Tell us you think we suck. That's fine, as long as you give us five stars. Um, five star. Five star. A five star. Home star? Home star runner? But yeah, if you could do that, that would be most excellent. Uh, I mean, like, or don't. Whatever. Uh, so I uh, have been Caitlin. I have been Jake. This has been Chris. And this has been Ames. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next week. Chula! Dabo! Shop. <laughs> nice, got it. Sort of sounds like a chainsaw. Yeah. Finish your nomad, damn it! No, no, I should finish nomad. Oh, I forgot about nomad. I am. That's because he never nomad. finished it. He looks uh, great. But he's just in pieces, though. Yeah. You've got all to pieces. I want to make a life-size nomad. <gasps> we should. Are you gonna make it hover? Horse. Can he do sex? <laughs> <laughs> this is a this is an almost screen accurate <laughs> nomad model. <laughs> he's just got a big schlong. <laughs> he, he's President Johnson from the waist oh, down. Can he always senseless? <laughs> I mean to say. <laughs> oh, fuck a duck. Okay, let's do the silence. <laughs> but, but. <laughs>